What is up, everybody? This is the Wild Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Heskett, and this is episode 56. We have another Unapologetic Fridays, which is unfiltered, uncut, uncensored. So we put 15 minutes on the clock and we get going. There's lots of cursing usually involved. So if you're listening in the car with kids and you don't want them to hear curse words, probably not the episode for you. Go back to Monday. That being said, Today's topic is going to be a little bit different than usual. We're going to be talking about the perceptions we get from social media for perfection with our diet, et cetera, and just the absolute hellhole, which is social media, if you're not sure what you're looking for looking at. So 15 minutes going on the clock. Let's get this going, guys. So social media is a very powerful tool. I am on social media everywhere is where... We get a lot of our clients at PwC, and it is a great tool to build community. It also can totally warp our perception of reality, which now you're seeing the hashtag chronically online shit coming up because people are just way too online and not actually in the real world. Um, So let's just address social media perfection when it comes to your diet, your fitness, your nutrition, et cetera. And a lot of these coaches or influencers are, or just athletes are pushing these things that you think you have to do. And what you have to remember with these people, a lot of times they're younger. So most of you are not spring chickens listening to this. You know, you're at least over the age of 25. Um, and a lot of you are 35 plus. So when you're looking at someone who's 22 and their entire life is built around this one thing, and they don't really have much in the way of other responsibilities, yet they can be perfect. And also, remember, when you're just starting out, you don't want to compare your day one to their day 10. Same thing goes with me. Like, do If you're just starting out, do not compare yourself to me, who's been chasing health and fitness and everything for 17 years. When your day one... No, about 17, like nutrition's actually longer than that. So that's just me like working out. So don't compare your day one to, you know, someone's year 10. So that's also keep in mind when you're looking at experts, which they are experts, it takes time to build that experience up, but you can't compare yourself and be like, why am I not like this person? I'm two weeks in, like it's going to take a long time. That doesn't mean don't start. You will get there one day but remove the timeline off the table. Realize that it's going to be a process getting there and it's not going to be a light switch. We all want light switches. We all want the Amazon Prime of health and fitness. Two-day delivery, right? Well, if we could give that, we would be really, really wealthy. Um, There'd be a lot of wealthy people in the fitness nutrition industry getting amazing results. There's not. There's, you know, well, there's a lot of wealthy people, but not compared to like some of these other industries out there. That's neither here nor there. Now we're getting off topic. So back onto the topic. So don't compare your day one to someone's year 10. And also remember that someone being perfect, this was me when bodybuilding, like bodybuilding when I was competing, it was my entire life. I didn't have other hobbies because it took away from that hobby. I didn't have other responsibilities. Like everything was focused on that. And there are parents and husbands and wives who do bodybuilding, but during bodybuilding competition, they hyper-focus on this one thing, being perfect. And by one thing, when it comes to bodybuilding, the reason I don't bring up powerlifting and strongman is bodybuilding is 
really dedicated to your diet. You have more leniency with these other sports. When it comes to bodybuilding, it is 24 seven. It is your diet in the gym or sorry, outside the gym it is your workouts in the gym it is your recovery. Like everything has to be perfect with bodybuilding. So that becomes your entire life. So if you're looking at people who compete in bodybuilding and you are not, and you're like, I have to do what they are. I don't have the motivation. Why even start? Like that's a problem because they they can be that that is their life. They are that is everything. And if you want to go down that path, we can have that discussion and great, but just realize what you're getting into is a big reason I got out of it because I put a lot of hobbies and other things on the back burner while I was competing. And eventually it was like, uh, I'm tired of like putting this stuff on the back burner, even though I only competed for a few years. I just realized it wasn't for me. Like, great experience. I learned a shit ton um, about the dieting process and about myself with bodybuilding. But just not for me, which it's fine. There's other people who continue, and that's great as long as you can keep your hormones healthy. So also, like, again, don't compare your life, like, to someone who might be 21, 22, 25, maybe 26, and their whole thing is revolving around the gym, and you have a million other things going on. It's not to say that... You can have excuses and be like, well, because of all these things, I can't take action. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the all or nothing, like either I'm perfect or I'm not going to start at all. That's a problem. Like, oh, why even bother if I can't get to the gym six days a week? Well, you can do two times a week. That's way better than zero. So make sure that you are doing that and not getting wrapped up in that. When it comes to physical appearance, obviously, this is a big, big topic. Um, everyone wants to lose weight. Everyone wants to look perfect. But when it comes to bodybuilding and everything, myself being in there and doing photo shoots and all that stuff, a lot of these people you're seeing online, they are really perfect only for a few weeks out of the year. Like it's not year round. And if you don't know that, congratulations. Now you do. So they're going to diet down and get into say like photo shoot shape for a very small portion of the year, and they stay that way for a very short amount of time. When I would diet, I would maybe like, after I got into contest shape and everything, like I'm talking peak shape, it was like maybe three weeks total, I would maintain it, like three weeks, and you maybe have that twice a year. So six weeks out of 52, two weeks of the year and you're miserable during that time. But even if it's like less crazy, like you're, you're still like a lot of these coaches and bodybuilders and physique athletes and other social media influencers there, you're only going to see them at their absolute best. And then they're going to do photo shoots and do like batch all their content around this time. And then they drip it out slowly. So when it, they make it appear that they're always in this kind of shape. And this is changing, fortunately. Um, but it's slowly changing where you're seeing the real real life of like, hey, I don't look like this year round. Because they don't. Because they're miserable when they look super, super like shredded and great. Um, they just slow drip it out. And it's slowly like, okay, it looks like I look this way over the course of the year, but I just like did so many photo shoots and everything that we just have all this content from here and we can just put it out. So, all right, what does it take to do, you know, say you put one piece of content out 
every single day. That's 300, say 350 days out of the year. You need content. Great. We need 350 different photos. Like while that might sound like a lot, like you do a, you have a couple weeks, like it, it's not that much. It, it's not, it, it's pretty easy to do if you just plan it out that way. Um, on paper, then actually like inputting it, like you still have to go through and write all the captions and shit that still takes time, but don't get wrapped up in that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Also, like the filters are getting ridiculous too. Like some of these makeup filters and shit, like people don't even look like that in real life. And then it's like they throw that shit on. They're like, here's what I look like. Like what the f No, 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 no. So we get this very skewed perception of reality online and what you think is actually normal. And then you feel bad about yourself. It's like, no, that's just, that's just what people put online. Cause remember Social media is a highlight reel. Very rarely are you seeing the worst of the worst or you see the absolute worst and then the absolute best and 90% of life is somewhere in the middle and you're not seeing that. Like you're seeing the best of the best and then the worst of the worst online. And then also realize like changes take time or, or changes over time. So when I've been in this industry, like I've been coaching people for 10 years now and I've seen a lot of coaches I used to have as like look up to, uh, totally change. And what used to be bodybuilders now they're more like lifestyles. Like how could they let like not focus on their physique? Like their physique was perfect and amazing. And I've myself have gone through this where like, Hey, like I'm focusing on other things in life now. So there's a lot of coaches who like you might look and like, Oh my God, why would you ever get rid of that? It's like, it takes so much work and you have to focus so much on it that as you start doing other things in your life, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it's not worth looking perfect all the time. Um, and that's not saying, uh, that's for you. Maybe you are one person where that's what you want. That's great. But realize that a lot of coaches over time, myself included, have gone like, Hey, like my physique used to look like this. And now like I'm still in shape, but maybe I don't have a shred six pack year round. Maybe I only have it for a couple weeks out of the year. And then the rest of the time, like I'm still in shape, but not amazing shape. And that's okay. That that's fine. Like health markers are great. Like, cool. That's great. Um, so th this isn't to like shit on what you might have as goals, but it's just to give you reality. And also if you've been mentally struggling, like realize what you're seeing online is highly curated and it is the best of the best. Also the people who do stay in shape year round, there are some people, however, most of them are on drugs, performance enhancing drugs, uh, many of them. So it was well known that some of the fitness models that were magazine ready year round, they were using like cocaine as their pre-workout because they're, what you don't realize is when you're that low body fat, you feel like trash. Like your energy is terrible. You're cold all the time. Your immune system's in the slumps. You, every, every workout is a massive effort. I remember, um, right before competition, getting under the bar for barbell back squat at 135, which might sound like a lot of weight for you, but at the time I could bench about three or squat 350 at 135 felt like 350. Like just doing that was the hardest fucking thing possible right before my competition. It was horrendous. Oh God, it's so bad. But to push through, you need to use like lots of stimulants and stuff. So they moved to like 
the hardcore shit. So there's a lot of that stuff that it's not real. It's the fitness industry, not the health and fitness industry in the background for a lot of people. So again, don't compare yourself to social media, to other people who maybe it's their entire life. Maybe it's just highly curated. And the other thing you don't see, like when I was going through bodybuilding, do you know how many insecurity issues I had with this low self-esteem I had to deal with? Those were things like that's, you know, a major reason why I got into it is like, well, like I'm going to do this and this is going to boost my self-esteem. The actual acts actually like the process helped improve it over time, but the actual acts didn't do jack shit to it. Um, so what you what you don't see behind the scenes a lot of times, some of these people have like some fucked up mental health. Like my mental health was not peak back then. <laughs> um major self-esteem issues back then um, and self-confidence issues. Now it's much better. I still deal with them. I still do, but they're much better. Um, but they still pop out every once in a while. The imposter syndrome is real some days. And you see that with other people too. Like um, I'm not going to name names, but I my business mentorship, we're in with a bunch of coaches and they're very successful. And it's still like a lot of people behind the scenes deal with shit. I deal with the shit behind the scenes. And a lot of these other influencers, like their marriages are falling apart or their relationships or uh, they're doing it because they have no self-esteem like me or other issues that you don't see. And the reason they went all in on this thing is this thing is what keeps them going versus like you might have family and other things. And that's why when we talk on this podcast about goals and realistic timelines and your mindset and talking about um, your self-talk and things like that, it's important. And it's important to have a realistic goal for yourself so that you can actually reach the goals that you want but also know are actually attainable for you. Like getting a shredded six pack, if you want that to be your goal, there's gonna be a lot you wanna give up. And I've had this conversation with many people over there of, I'm going to do all these things and I'm gonna get that, just watch me. Like, you're not 16, you're not 22, like you're 40 years old. Unless you're gonna take drugs, like steroids, you're, that's not gonna happen. They're like, just watch me, guess what? That never fucking happened. There, to get certain results, there has to be a certain amount you have to give. You want to build a lot of muscle and get jacked like I have in the past? Guess what? Your diet has to be really on point. You're going to have to like spend a lot of time eating and meal prepping and doing all those things and really planning out your food because the opposite of fat loss, you need to eat a lot of high calorie things and not fill up too much when you're trying to build muscle. You want to lose body fat, you need to give a lot, certain things up. You can't be having a ton of ton of calories. You want to get really, really low body fat, well, you're going to have to give up even more. Like social events are going to mostly go out the window. Alcohol is definitely out the window. And a lot of other things are going to just not be something you can do. That is fine if you realize that and you're willing to temporarily give those things up. It's not permanent. But if you're not, then don't set that goal of like, I'm going to look like a fitness model, but I 
work a super corporate job. I'm a mom. I love going out every weekend with my girlfriends or I'm a dad and I like doing beers and cigars with the bros every weekend. That's a thing here in like Kennet and all these other things. Like there's certain, like you have to give certain things up to achieve extreme results. That's just reality. If you want to just be healthy and fit and in shape and look good, like feel confident naked, but like not be like the best shape ever, that's totally fine. You don't have to give up a ton to do that. Temporarily to like lose body fat or build some muscle, you will, but you don't have to give up a ton. You want to go do the extremes and be what the quote unquote perfection is that we put out there. You're going to have to really give up a lot in your life to do that. Is it worth it? Ball's in your court there. You can tell me whether it's worth it or not. Um, I gave up bodybuilding. I can tell you right now, I don't think it was worth it long term. It was great. I don't regret doing it. It was great at the time. It taught me a lot. Um, But after I started personal training, I realized how much it took out of me. Uh, Yeah, no, no. uh, It's not worth it for me anymore. So. With that being said, that's today's episode, guys. So thank you for tuning in. Happy fucking Friday. Go kill out there on the weekend. And just before we go, uh, we have a challenge going right now. So it's too late for you to join into the challenge. However, if you are interested, we are looking for to bring on a couple clients right now before June ends. So if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, we do have two spots available um, for coaching in June. However, get that quickly before any challenge participants grab that and they will probably fill up July. So don't wait till July. They will probably fill up the five spots we're going to open up for July. So if you're interested in coaching, uh, click the link down in the bio and I will reach out to you after you fill out that application if you're a good fit. 